Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! The bigger picture is Golden State. You know, they lost this game in the second quarter. Now, I didn't stay with it throughout the, um, until 1.30 in the morning. I went to bed, uh, you know, late third quarter. Uh, I, you know, I would say the Kings were up, uh, you know, right around 10 points. Uh, 82-74, you know, something along those lines. I think it was 3.38 to go in the third quarter. Right around midnight is when I went to sleep. So I did not see the scenario in the fourth quarter. But overall, if you look, think back to the game... Uh, the Kings had a very good uh, second quarter. They scored 41 points. They took an eight-point lead at the half. And that, uh, you know, although the Warriors tied it on a couple of occasions, they never uh, snuck their head ahead uh, after that uh, first quarter, which they led 23-17. And now the Warriors are in huge trouble. Um, very, very difficult. Let's, let, let's break down the series first, then we'll do the Sabonis thing with uh, Green. Uh, first thing is it's very, very difficult, even for a team as good as this one, to break through in a seven-game series when you don't have home court advantage. If you don't break through in those first two games, very difficult to break through in games five or seven. That is not that easy to, uh, you know, lose the first two and then think on the road and then think, okay, we still got game five, got game seven. It's not often that a team does not break through once in the first two and then decides to break through for the first time a little later on uh, in the series. I mean, listen, it's happened. I remember a year where the um, where the Spurs uh, went home court, home court, and then they finally won a game seven in New Orleans. So it's 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 not impossible, but it it is tricky to continue to lose road games and then all of a sudden figure out a way to win the series in a five or a seven away from home. And Golden State, obviously, as we begin here, and they need to win a game in Sacramento. I always look at it from a standpoint: you have to win two games on the road if you're a lower seed to advance. I mean, the the better seed, chances are they're a higher seed because they're good, and as a result they're going to figure out a way to win a game on the road. You know, Celtics are going to win a game in Atlanta. Bucks are going to win a game in Miami. Most of the time, the higher better seed will win that's you know they won 50 something games for a reason they can win a road game if they have to so I kind of feel that um, you know uh, those those teams can win a road game so as a result those teams I think sometimes need to win two on the road the lower seeded teams you know i.e. Miami i.e. Atlanta i.e. the Nets you know Minnesota and now I think also Golden State only won 44 games in a regular year I think they kind of have to win two games in Sacramento to win the series too so uh, that's going to be hard now that means they'd have to because now the difference with the Sacramento Golden State thing is I do think home court in that series is much more important than it would be in some of these other series their close proximity the fan base the rivalry Golden State's a championship uh, you know listen they got championship bones they've won four. Uh, I think they'd be very difficult to beat in these next two games, so I do think we'll go back to Sacramento 2-2, and that might give and again, the Warriors have Curry. They have shot horrifically from three so far in this series. They had 29 of 90. They have shot 93s in the first two games, and that is their game. I mean, their game is to shoot threes with Curry, Thompson, Poole, and, you know, Wiggins will shoot a few too, and normally they make a great percentage of them because, you know, they create space 
to have unbelievable range, and they're going to make enough of them to win the games. But in this series so far, they have taken an inordinate amount of them, and they haven't made enough. I mean, 29 of 90, I mean, that's 31, 32%. That's not high enough for them uh, to win this series. So, I mean, they will have to shoot a lot better, but I do think they win the games at home. Sacramento, by the way, is 21 of 70. That's not great either. Uh, but, I mean, it's not as uh, – it might be a little better percentage. But, I mean, uh, you know, they're not as predominant with Sabonis. They have a little bit more of an inside presence. I mean, 93s in two games. My goodness. Anyway, uh, I do think the Warriors will get back in the series. I'm not too sure, though, if they're going to win a game in Sacramento. Right now, that's an excellent home court. Kings are very, uh, they won both games this year on at home against the Warriors. They have a very good, we all know that they're good at home. I don't know what their record was at home in a year. It wasn't like Memphis at 35 and 6. But, I mean, it was a, you know, a good home record. And I think the Warriors, they got a shot because of Curry and, you know, he can have an unconscious shooting day. So, I mean, you never write Golden State off. But, I mean, listen, right now they're in trouble. I mean, they lost the two road games. They got beat up last night in a lot of scenarios. They got in big-time foul trouble in the third quarter. They were over the limit about three minutes in. And, you know, the, they have kept Curry for the most part under control. Uh, you know, Fox has made big shots. Monk's been a major factor. And the Warriors are in some trouble here in this series. Big trouble. Now, not some trouble. Big trouble against the Kings. That's the first aspect of this. The second aspect of this, of course, is the Green thing. And there's a couple things to think about. First off, in the big picture, Green does not get the benefit of the doubt. He is always, you know, he's on that edge. He plays on that edge all the time. It fuels him. But, at, at you know, he also puts himself in some unnecessary trouble and he puts himself in harm's way. So as a result of that, and he's done it so often that he's just not going to get the benefit of the doubt. And although I did not think that was egregious last night, I didn't see it live. I don't think that's egregious last night. And, you know, Sabonis is as guilty as he is. And Sabonis is a hypochondriac. I mean, he got hit in the first half in the jaw. He would have thought Joe Lewis hit a, threw a right hand at him. I mean, geez, take it easy. Well, yeah, my God. Oh, yeah, he made such a big deal. And same thing last night, writhing in pain, a little strong. He was not writhing in pain. I mean, geez, he got, it wasn't like he, they, they, they put, you know, that he jumped up in the air and fall on him. He kind of stepped on him uh, running down the court. Now, so Sabonis, and Sabonis grabbed his ankle. So he's as guilty, and give Jimmy Jackson credit for that. So he's as guilty as anybody uh, for putting himself, uh, for causing that melee. Now, he did get a technical for it. They decided to throw Green out. I mean, I guess they felt that was worse than grabbing an ankle. Uh, I wouldn't have thrown him out. I do not think he deserves a suspension. I'd be surprised if the NBA does suspend him. Uh, you know, the suspension that he got a few years ago in the postseason was because of the technical foul scenario where he was over the limit. And, uh, you know, uh, he did not get thrown out of the Adams scenario. He should have, but he stepped on Stephen Adams. And then he got thrown out a little later on. He got suspended a game uh, for, you know, stepping on LeBron. Run, and I, they ruled that, you know, uh, he was over the limit and he got thrown out of game number uh, five, which kind of threw the Warriors off. But to make, to make make a long story short, I mean, he doesn't deserve the benefit of the doubt, so I'm not going to defend him. But I thought, you know, that was a quick whistle and a rough whistle that the Warriors got regarding Green last night. Now, again, um, no pity parties. I mean, he's always on that edge. He hurt his team. He's got to be more composed than that. It did not change the game 
All right, the idea, well, this is the reason why they lost because the Kings scored a lot of points after this. It was 90, I think it was 91-87 when this occurred. So the Kings did score, you know, 23 more points in the last seven minutes. But that's not why uh, they did that because or why the Kings won. Uh, the game was tied twice after this. And after Clay Thompson made a three, it was a one-point game with a couple minutes to go. So I can't sit there and say, no, again, I didn't see it live. But so the tenor of the moment at the time, I was sometimes you feel a little differently watching it live than you do when you know what happened and you're watching the highlights of it or you're watching the play-by-play of it or looking at the play-by-play sheet. But based on what I saw and how I felt about it, I don't know I can think or say that they lost this game because Green got kicked out with 7-0-1 to go. I mean, uh, it, to say that is a little strong when the game was tied twice at 93 and at 95, and then all of of a sudden it was a one-point game with three minutes to go so that was anybody's game uh three different occasions after green got thrown out and so as a result of that i am not going to blame green for his team losing a game he did lose his composure it didn't help uh you know he does not deserve the benefit of the doubt he hasn't you know he's always on that edge where he goes over some of the times and when he goes over enough times you're no longer getting the benefit of the doubt i didn't think that was that bad last night uh, I don't. I, I would have left it alone. I would not have ejected him. Sabonis is as guilty as he is. But again, you know, I'm not gonna. You know, I'm not gonna die on the. I'm not gonna die on the river. I'm not gonna die. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm just, I, You know, I'm not dying in the sand because of Jermaine, Jermaine Green. Maybe got a tough whistle. That's tough. He has put himself in those situations so many times that you know he's gonna. Put himself at the uh, at the uh, at the feel of the officials, and some officials might get rid of him there, and some might say, you know what, it didn't cross that line with the double with the flagrant too. So it depends how you look at it. Uh, but again, it's a guy that uh, has been in and out of trouble for a long time. So be it. The bigger issue is I don't think he'll be suspended for game three. Uh, and I do think the Warriors will get back in the series. Uh, I would be uh, I, I would be surprised if Sacramento wins it. Now, unlike the other teams that are higher, that are better seeds, which uh, would, which would of course, be the Bucks or the Celtics. Now, part of that is the fact that Golden State's better than Atlanta and Miami. Part of it's that reason, but uh, that I don't think they will win a game in, the other, uh, on, in Golden State's court, in Oakland, in San Francisco, which I don't think Sarah Sacramento will do. So I do think they're going to go back to Sacramento 2-2. And I think, you know, best of three, Curry's on the other team with his range. You know, anything can happen. I, I, Kings would have the advantage in those two games at home. I wouldn't be stunned that the Warriors won one of those two. Uh, and the only thing I would say that's against Golden State, it's very hard to break through late in the series on the road, which is what now the Warriors are going to have to do. But they do have the guy who, you know, can have one of those, you know, seven for 10 three-point days where he makes seven threes, scores 40, and they, you know, they get shut out of the building, Sacramento, and the Warriors advance. But Sacramento's done a good job here. And, you know, they got the Warriors in big trouble. That's all there is to it. And I do think the Warriors will win the next two comfortably. But if the fourth quarter comes in the next two days and it's anybody's game, those Warrior fans are going to be tight at the Chase Center.
Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Mad Dog's Daily Bite is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts.